Chapter Nine of Donald Grant. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devora Allen. Donald Grant by George MacDonald. Chapter Nine, The Morven Arms. On Wednesday evening, Donal went to the Morven Arms to inquire for the third time if his box was come. The landlord said if a great heavy tool-chest was the thing he expected, it had come. "'Donal Grant would be the name upon it,' said Donal. "'Deed I didna look,' said the landlord. "'It's in the backyard.' As Donal went through the house to the yard, he passed the door of a room where some of the townsfolk sat, and heard the earl mentioned. He had not asked Andrew anything about the young man he had spoken with, for he understood that his host held himself not at liberty to talk about the family in which his granddaughter was a servant. But what was said in public he surely might hear. He requested the landlord to let him have a bottle of ale and went into the room and sat down. It was a decent parlour with a sanded floor. Those assembled were a mixed company from town and country, having a tumbler of whisky toddy together after the market. One of them was a stranger who had been receiving from the others various pieces of information concerning the town and its neighborhood. "'I mind the old man Whale,' a wrinkled, gray-haired man was saying as Donal entered. "'A very different man for this present. He would sit down as ready as no, that would he, with any poor body like myself, and give him his cracks, and hear his news, and drink his glass, and make nothing o't. But this man hath. Who ever saw him change word with brither man?' "'I never heard how he came to the title.' "'They say he was but some far-away cousin,' remarked a farmer-looking man, florid and stout. "'Hoots, he was ain brother to the last yearl. We write to the title, though none to the property. "'That he's but taken care of till his niece comes of age. "'He was a heap about the place afore his brother died, and they were friends as Wales brothers. "'They say at the Lady Arctura, hard ye ever sick a heathenish name for a lass, "'is born to marry the young lord. "'There's a sight of clapper clash about the place, and their folk and their strange ways.' They tell me none can be said to ken the yearl, but his own man. For myself I never came in their council, not even to the buying or selling o' a lamb. Well, said a fair-haired, pale-faced man, we ken for a scripture at the sins of the fathers is visited upon the children to the third and fourth generation. And who can tell? Who can tell? rejoined another, who had a judicial look about him, in spite of an unshaven beard and a certain general disregard to appearances. Who can tell but the sins of our fathers may be lying upon some of ourselves at this very moment? In our case, I cannot see the thing would be fair, said a fifth. We don't even ken what they did. We are not to interfere with the will of the Almighty, rejoined the former. It gangs its own gate, and mortal cannot tell what that gate is. His justice winna be countered. Donal felt that to be silent now would be to decline witnessing. He feared argument, lest he should fail and wrong the right, but he must not therefore hang back. He drew his chair towards the table. "'What do you let a stranger put in a word, friends?' he said. "'Oh, aye, and welcome. We set not up for the men at Gotham.' "'Well, I would spear a question, gin I may.' "'Spear away. Answer I winna ensure,' said the man unshaven. "'Well, would you please tell me what you call the justice of God?' "'Anybody could tell you that. It consists in the punishment of sin.' He gives ilk a sinner what his sin deserves. That seems to me a uncle one-sided definition of justice. Well, what would ye make of it? I would say justice means fair play, and the justice of God lies in this, 
"'at he gives ilka man, beast, and devil fair play.' "'I'm doubtful about that,' said a drover-looking fellow. "'We maun gang by the word, "'and the word says he visits the iniquities of the fathers upon the children "'to the third and fourth generation. "'I never could see the fair play of that.' "'Dinna ye meddle with things, John, ye dinna understand. "'Ye may wake in the wrong box,' said the old man. "'I want to understand,' returned John. "'I'm not saying he disna do right.' "'I'm only saying I canna see the fair play of it.' "'It may well be right, and you no see it.' "'Ay, well that. "'But what for should I no say I dinna see it? "'Isna the blind man to say is blind?' "'This was unanswerable, and Donal again spoke. "'It seems to me,' he said, "'we need first to understand what's contained "'in the visiting of the sins of the fathers upon the children, "'afore we dar any judgment concerning it.' "'Ay, that's sense enough,' confessed a responsive murmur. "'I hanna seen muckle o' this world yet.' "'compared with you, sirs,' Donal went on. "'But I have been a heap my lawn with nought and sheep, "'when a heap of things go through my head, "'and I ha' seen something as well, though no that muckle. "'I ha' seen a man, all his life afore a deuce honest man, "'come to the heap of silver and gang to the dogs.' "'A second murmur seemed to indicate corroboration. "'He got all to the dogs, as I say,' continued Donal, "'and the bairns he left ahind him when he died a drink "'came upon the Paris.' or would a hungered but for some it kenned him when he was yet in honour and poverty. No, would ye no say this was a visitin' of the sins of the father upon the children? Aye, doubtless. Well, when I heard last about them, they were all like enough to turn out honest lads and lasses. Oh, I dare say. And what might ye think the probability gin they had come into the lot of siller when their father died? Maybe they might ha' gone the same gate he gaed. Was there injustice then, or was there favour in that visitin' of the sins of their father upon them? There was no answer. The toddy went down their throats, and the smoke came out of their mouths, but no one dared acknowledge it might be a good thing to be born poor instead of rich. So entirely was the subject dropped, that Donal feared he had failed to make himself understood. He did not know the general objection to talking of things on eternal principles. We set up for judges of right, while our very selves are wrong. He saw that he had cast a wet blanket over the company, and judged it better to take his leave. Borrowing a wheelbarrow, he trundled his chest home, and unpacking it in the archway, carried his books and clothes to his room. End of chapter 9